Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Michelle. Yes. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Excellent. All right, here are your three headlines. You pick the real one, and where are they going? They're going to go see Cuba, the journey to the heart of the Caribbean at the Omnimax Theater at the Cincinnati Museum Center. Very cool. So here we go. Which one is it? Is it A? A woman in Louisiana is attacked by a camel and saves herself by biting its testicles. Oh, my God. Is it... (laughs) Do we even need to go any further? No. I don't think so. No, because there's so many more beautiful details oh my to this story. I know, right? I just kind of like, all right. Yeah. So, hey, B, a woman is arrested after telling the cops about her felony purse. Or C, a girl threatens to stab her grandfather for denying her extra vegetables at dinner. I hope it's A. That would be funny. It is. Oh, it, is. Yeah. it is. And the other two are real as well. Really? Yes, wow. all of it. All oh. of it. It's one of those days. Okay. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> you're so welcome. <laughs> you enjoy this. Enjoy right. story time with Jeff Poor today. Jeff has yeah. to relay all this <laughs> info. <laughs> Let's gather around the fire, kids. Ew. <laughs> so we'll start off with our favorite. There's a truck stop and Gross Tatay, Louisiana. I'm not sure what the name of this town is or how you pronounce it. But they have a 600-pound camel named Casper living there in a petting zoo. And last week, a couple and their dog were at the truck stop, and the dog wound up running into the camel enclosure which, as you can imagine, spooked the camel. And when the woman went in to get the dog, Casper the camel attacked. He wound up pinning the woman against a wall and then sitting on her, but she survived by biting the camel's testicles. Mm. Hey. (laughs) That got him off. Ew. Of Of her. her. Got him off of her. Yes. Yes. I should have made that clear. Anyway, she was able to escape. Where, where's this your, oh my there's God. more to this story, There's y'all. more. Keep going. I was shocked because we've had animals for 30 years and never one incident. They was pushing on the camel and pushing them and pushing them, swatting them with the hat. And camels naturally are going to sat down. Well, when he sat down, she was underneath him. I might feel kind of funny saying this on TV, but she actually bit him in his private area. That's about <laughs> as nice as I could put it. Yeah. Uh, she was able to escape, uh, and uh, the camel was shocked, but probably not hurt because according to the manager of the truck stop, the woman didn't have any teeth. Ta-da! Let's so go. if you're too oh, worried about the camel, man. let's go back. That's a truck stop sideshow. Truck it's, stop. It's a truck stop. You can get off, get off, fill up, go get some beef jerky, some combos, <laughs> take a shower, buy a Pablo Cruz CD, get a hat, 
and meet a camel. <laughs> and then have it sit on your face. Now you guys understand why I love road trips so much. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So the cops awesome. came. Uh, the couple got tickets for trespassing and not having the dog on a leash. So, there you go. There you go. Hard to follow that, but cops in Largo, Florida, pulled over a driver early on Sunday, and a 59-year-old woman named Jacqueline Hubbard was in the passenger seat not wearing his seatbelt. The cops asked Jacqueline if she had any drugs on her, and that's when she decided to tell them about her, quote, felony purse. She gave them permission to open her felony purse, and her felony purse had two crack rocks, a small baggie of cocaine, and two crack pipes inside. I love that she nicknamed it her felony this purse. This is my felony bag. Yeah. Oh, you want to see? Mm-hmm. You want to look at my felony bag? My felony shoulder sure. tote. What do you have in your felony oh, bag? Oh my here? gosh! So she was arrested for possession of a controlled substance, which, like she predicted, was a felony. She was also charged with a misdemeanor count of possession of drug paraphernalia. And finally, a teenager in Florida, a man in Florida, a woman in Florida. In this case, it's a teenager near Jacksonville, Florida, recently wanted more vegetables with dinner. And that's not even the most surprising thing that happened in this story. 19-year-old Katie Gates was having dinner with her extended family this month, and she wanted more tomatoes. But there weren't enough to go around. So one of her grandparents said no. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And she responded by threatening to stab her grandfather in the face. First, she threw a water bottle at him and hit a 73-year-old relative in the eye with a pack of cigarettes. Then she grabbed a knife, threatened her grandfather with it, and said, quote, Mother, bleeper, I'll stab you in the bleeping face. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, apparently. You see she, what vegetables can do to you. Uh. You don't want to OD on that stuff. Anyway, uh, she also chased him with a knife. She denies that part, but is facing two felony charges, excuse me, for assault and battery on a victim over the age of 65. The judge also ordered her to have no contact with the victims. She is due in court next week. They looked at coffee and coffee drinkers, and evidently 43% of coffee drinkers consider themselves to be coffee connoisseurs. That includes 47% of men and 36% of women. I think the only thing I'm a connoisseur of is pizza. I really, do. <laughs> I really don't think I have an expert opinion Pizza. on anything. Oh, that counts. That's Others. something. Any anything else in the food and beverage industry? Anyway. It's something you love. You're there passionate a, about. I'm a shoe connoisseur. You, know. you have very strong opinions about pizza? I do. That, I do. That counts. And do I'm these, a fan. Do these coffee uh, pros, do they 
taste like the the bean? Yes, they can deconstruct it. They can pull the notes. Okay. You know, it matters to them where it's sourced from, all that stuff. Because cream and sugar and caramel pumps is not coffee. (laughs) (laughs) It may be a guilty pleasure. I don't know. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that's not coffee. And they go, oh, yeah, this is Colombian or this is yeah. a French I think they roast. can. It's like wine, wine connoisseurs. They can say, oh, I'm detecting a little bit of lavender or whatever. The top <laughs> sign you're a coffee snob is that you prefer making it at home so that you have more control over the taste, not, not because it's necessarily cheaper. Uh, here are a few more things we learned about coffee drinkers. The average coffee drinker has two cups a day and takes their first sip at 7.35 in the morning. Oh, kind of like right now almost. Kind of like right now. Two cups a day just doesn't sound like very much. I don't. If they're basing it off of eight ounces, it doesn't sound like a lot. Um, this this here, I believe, is 32 ounces, if no. I'm not mistaken. This, is, is that? It? No, you think it's 24? Yeah, that's yeah, 24. 24. All right. That's so that's what I got. So that's three cups. Yeah. And I don't always finish this. So, but that's all I have. For the whole day. For the whole day. Yeah. So maybe I'm not a coffee connoisseur, even though I love my drinker. I'm a drinker. You're a drinker. I'm a drinker and I'm a sipper. I know when it tastes good. And does that make me a connoisseur? Oh, you know when it tastes bad. (laughs) This coffee tastes like crap. I'm a connoisseur. I know the exact number of scoops of sugar needs to be in this coffee. (laughs) Yeah. And most importantly, you know what you like. Yeah. I I have been swaying a little Colombian recently. There's several options in the kitchen here. Normally, I make our blend for Tim and I, but now I've been going a little bit 100% Colombian. Woot, woot. Do you have a preference? Can you tell the difference? Yeah. yeah the Colombian's a little more, like, gets me there. Got a little more kick to yeah. it. Yeah. And there are days we all look at each other and we're like, man, it's good today. <laughs> Even Jeff will do that with the Duncan, you know? There's certain days that are just better than others. I, I do know. love my Duncan. I don't know if that's us or if that's the coffee. I think we need it a little more <laughs> certain days, and that's why it tastes better. Well, you like it, you know, balanced a certain way. I've been on an almond milk kick. Yeah. And uh gives it that, you know, nutty flavor that I crave. I was told that I can do cream now, but I like the nuttiness of the almond milk. So I'm sticking with the over? almond milk. I yeah, did at least have, for now, anyway. The other day I stopped at... UDF and I had a coffee there and they had a non-dairy silk vanilla creamer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that I thought was delish. Yeah. It's like silk, maybe I should flip one. to this. Yeah, the uh there's an unsweetened vanilla almond milk that I yeah. I think it's silk that I got at the grocery store this week. I don't like too. a lot of sugary creamer. I just thought that one was like just enough. I used to. And Jen and I, we used to go to Dunkin' Donuts. We'd load it up with extra extra. Light and sweet. Yeah. Make it light and sweet. Light and sweet like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else? What <laughs> else? Yeah, 45% of coffee snobs will judge you for pronouncing espresso as espresso. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they were more likely to admit that they mispronounced it before themselves. Uh, the thing that we care most about is how fresh our coffee is, followed by how much caffeine it's packing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the experts say 400, about 400 milligrams per day is about the max, the healthy max, before it starts affecting you in other ways. The average person would drive two miles out of their way for better coffee. That's how much we value our coffee. 
And uh, the average person was 16 years old when they had their first cup of coffee. I think I got hooked on coffee when I was a little girl, like before the age of five. And I would stay with my grandmother when my when my mom was at work because my grandparents were big coffee drinkers, Folgers. They had the big can. You know, I remember it very clearly. And my girl, I would say, I want coffee, too. And my grandma would put just a tiny little splash of coffee in a cup and then fill it with milk and sugar. Yeah, my mother's. <laughs> Here's your coffee. Yeah. I used to like yeah. drinking the baby creamers. Like my granny would have like the little white cups of creamer and we thought we were so fancy. Mm. Drinking the creamer cups. Straight that had to taste really good. <laughs> well, considering the fact that the average coffee drinker takes their first sip at seven thirty five AM and it it's seven thirty five. Why don't we just go ahead and just take a little sip while take a swig. we all do it together? Yep, there you go. I'm out. I'm out. Out. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. I need uh, a Rafael. You know, if you're listening in the car, go ahead, take that sip. Whoa, one more. I didn't start drinking coffee until I was almost thirty. Oh wow. I must have been like twenty eight or twenty nine. Someone was yeah. like, you know, you won't be such a grumpy puss in the morning if you actually have some coffee. And I did. And I was like, holy crap. No wonder people I drink this. Out <laughs> I didn't this really does make a difference. I used to drink tea. I don't know if you guys remember that. But then I had my kid and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through on yeah. just tea. And then I would drink coffee. It was when I was doing overnights in college, midnight to 6 a.m. on the weekends. That's when I started. Well, I know it's so. Here's the good news. We've got nice, cool, crisp temperatures this morning, and we'll see sunshine this afternoon, a high of only 78. Right now it's 55. It's not going to stay this way. It's going to warm right back up into the mid-90s this weekend and into next week. So fall isn't quite here yet, but it is going to feel like fall eventually. I mean, probably when it finally happens. A lot of people are going to be very happy. 40% of people say fall is their favorite season, as it is mine. It's yep. mine. All yeah. of ours. All Look four of us. Oh, we all agree on that. Yeah. I hope love- we get one this year. Like last year, yes. it went from like summer to snow. There was yeah. no middle ground. I think Jen and I like it for the same reason, though. Like, Because she was just talking about wearing like sweatshirts and comfy Hoodies clothes. And, and mm. I love that, too. I'm ready to switch out scarves. Yep. Uh, summer came in at number two, followed by spring and then winter. I would actually, I'd put spring last for me. me yeah, I would put spring last too. Same. I go winter, I go fall, summer, winter, spring. Boom. I don't yeah. know. I love it when things start to bloom. I think, I don't know. I think winter, I just, me and winter just weren't. I get hives when I get cold. Isn't that a sign that winter's not for me? Maybe. I don't know, but <laughs> love bumps, Jen. <laughs> Is that what you call it when my eyes swell shut? Those are love bumps. I'm watching. I'm a little late to this party, but I'm watching Sharp Objects on HBO when I'm on the treadmill. That's my treadmill TV mm-hmm. with Amy Adams. And she's having a conversation with the detective. They're kind of out on a date. And he goes, so what's your favorite color? She's like, black. What's your favorite season? Winter. (laughs) I'm looking at her like, I kind of get this chick. (laughs) Fall is my favorite, but winter is a close second. And let's talk about the holidays here for a second. Are you flying somewhere for Thanksgiving or Christmas or heaven forbid both? If you want to save some money, now is the time to book. According to data from AAA, From the past three years, today, if we're going by the past three years, the average 
shows that today would be the best day to to book to get the best deals on Thanksgiving flights, and tomorrow is the best day to book to get deals on Christmas flights. Hmm. FYI, they also found the cheapest days to fly are the Monday before Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve. All right. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm going to stay put this year. Are you really? I think so. Wow. I think we're going to hang out here, to my knowledge, unless something comes up. Something will come up. I think you'll get antsy. <laughs> we'll see. Meanwhile, a court in Germany has ruled that hangovers count as an illness. Because in Germany, they just ruled on this case and concluded that they count as an illness because illnesses should include even smaller temporary disruptions to the normal state of normal activity of the body. And that is great timing for that decision in Germany since Oktoberfest just kicked off. So go ahead and take a sick day the next time you're too hungover to get into work. And if your boss has a problem with it, well, you tell them to take it up with the German courts. <laughs> I tell you, that would I would have loved to have had that perk back before marriage and kids. Right. If I could use sick days for hangovers. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the uh, the whole cat versus dogs debate. Just because your cat doesn't constantly lick your face or wag their tail when you come in the door or wiggle around and piss all over the place, they still love you. A new study out of Oregon State University found that cats form bonds with their owners just like dogs do. They just show their bonds differently. A cat shows it feels bonded and secure by being confident to explore the area they're in, by not showing signs of stress, and by occasionally acknowledging their owner's existence. <laughs> so that's all it takes. That's all it takes. So if if that sounds like your cat, they love you. They dig you, man. Right. So Kristen is borrowing Joe and Gracie this week. Really? Yes. How does that work when you borrow someone's pets? Well, I don't know. This is the first time we've ever done it, but uh, she and her kids, they lost their longtime 15-year-old cat, Ace, to lymphoma. She's very sad about this, and this is, you know, right after Inger goes to college. And, uh, you know, it's tough. I mean, how would you feel? You know, very your last lonely. kid goes off to college. Yeah. And- That's a hard, hard be, week. It's a big time of adjustment. Right. And uh, she's talking about getting another cat. And I said, why don't you want to borrow Joe and Gracie for a few days? <laughs> Her eyes lit up. She got really excited. And she's, can I? And I love this, how Jeff is presenting it as if he is offering, you know, and they, going to offer up his cats when she says she wants another. When in the back of his mind is thinking, I'm going to end up living with this woman and I do not want three cats. <laughs> what are you talking about? Two is my limit. So I'm going to offer up the two I've got. <laughs> well, and here's what I got. I got two cats yeah. that get along. Yeah, that's you know, a nice benefit. You bring too. a third cat in late you to the party. Know. You never know. You I mean, maybe know. it'll be fine, but. Eventually it could be fine, but it could be an ugly transition for a little while. Yeah. You just don't know. And uh, I kind of want them to sort of get used to the environment in her house anyway, because mm-hmm. who knows? Is there also happen? a little bit thinking there, okay, keep her interested in cats so she doesn't get a dog? Ooh. I don't think she's going to get a dog. No. She's not leaning that way. Too much work. I think so. I think she still likes her freedom. And it's easier for her to get someone to check in on the cats than it is to get somebody to take care know, of the board. Yeah. 
to that whole thing. So, uh, yeah, so we went down to my house and fed them and packed them up. And they hate driving in the car, which is another reason why I want them to hang out there for a few days and get used to the place because, you know, just to, like, bring them to her house and then bring them back, I think it's just... It's torture. Yeah, it's just... They don't like it, so... They think you're taking them to the vet. Right. (laughs) And so, you know, there's that first initial, they're hiding underneath the armoire for a while, Mm -hmm. and then they start sniffing around, and then they start exploring, and it took them about 24 hours, but they're sprawled out in the sun. Now they're They're, Yeah, where's my dinner? (laughs) She sent me a picture of Joe over at her mini bar staring at the TV. I'm like, yeah, that's my son. There you go. (laughs) That sounds about right. Yep. Gracie's been sitting in the chair that I usually sit in, mm-hmm. nice. keeping that warm. Nice. So, uh, does your yeah. house feel kind of lonely and empty, though? Do yeah, it does void? feel a little. It, it it's funny how just a couple of little small animals can completely change the environment of your home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but. certain warmth they bring. Right, but that's okay. I got a busy week, so. They're having fun at Mama K's house. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.